بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. Tonight we'll be continuing and concluding, inshallah, our series based on this book, Reformation of Character. We ask Allah to make this reminder and all of these reminders proof for us on Judgment Day and not against us. And we ask Allah to help us to walk away with a lot of fruit, a lot of benefit. Uh, from these different rem reminders, inshallah. Uh, the, uh, the first topic for, for today uh, is lying. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, hold firmly to the truth. Verily, truthfulness guides a person to good deeds, which leads him to paradise, obviously him or her. And abstain from lying. Lying leads a person to wrongdoing, which leads him to hell. Note, some people tell lies just to make others laugh. These people are actually using the laughter of others as a means to secure their own sorrow on the Day of Judgment. Uh, may Allah protect us. Vulgar language. There are times when even the learned people and those engaged in dhikr, uh, muraqaba, and worship succumb to anger and, and end up using vulgarity in their speech. Vulgarity in speech, however, is always contrary to self-honor, uh, shame and dignity, shame in a, in a positive sense here. One should ponder instead, how can we utter such impure words with the same mouth with which we recite the Holy Quran, send salawat upon the Prophet وسلم, and take the pure name of Allah Azza wa Jal. It is for this reason that the pious and honorable people were not known for using vulgarity in speech. This sickness generally occurs when a person is consumed by anger Therefore, the cure for it is the same as that for anger. Namely, utilize your courage and determination. Save yourself from disgrace and embarrassment. Reflect upon the divine act of Allah's listening, i.e. that Allah is listening to your, to your foolish utterances. Also, if you have exhibited anger towards anyone unjustly, cursed at him, or, you, or used vulgar language with him, then take advantage of the opportunity to humble yourself before him and seek his forgiveness, no matter how much your nefs feels disgraced in doing so. Reflect upon the fact that the difficulty here in this world is much less than the difficulty of hell. May Allah protect us. Whenever you make this type of error, give some money in charity so that the nefs feel some sorrow. SubhanAllah, one of the many benefits of, of giving sadaqah. Additionally, stipulate a penalty of some uh, raka'at of nafl prayer upon yourself for every error you commit. Stay in the company of honorable and respectable people who do not use this type of speech. So it, it ties in with you are who your friends are. If you hang out with people who, uh, who cuss all the time, then that's going to rub off on you. And you may think to yourself that, no, 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 no. It's not going to rub off on me because I know that's bad. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to hang out with them and I'm going to do da'wah to them. Give it a little bit of time and eventually they will pull you in because the majority rules. That's just how things work uh, socially. So, so be be careful. So hang out with, um, hang out with like four good people. You'll become the fifth, right? Hang out with good company, and then that'll uh, naturally rub off on you. Inshallah, we ask Allah to make it easy for all of us, especially for uh, for the youth. Uh, additionally, so, so basically, give some charity, uh, pray extra. Say in the company of honorable and respectable people who do not use this type of speech. Continue beseeching Allah, making dua for your reformation. This is something that we all should do and we all need. By mustering courage and by the blessings of dua, this sickness will be expelled 
God willing. Harshness. Uh, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Allah loves softness and due to softness, he grants such bounties that he does not grant due to harshness. Such a, such a very short hadith as usual, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but the, the amount of benefit and depth and, and uh, just goodness that comes from it is, is incredible. Like if someone takes this idea and practices it, then it'll, it'll have a huge impact on them as well as those around them. In another hadith, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, the person who is deprived of softness is deprived of all goodness. It's ironic that for some people, they think that uh, the harsher they get, that ties in with being more religious or the more religious they get, that ties in with being more harsh. That is literally the opposite of what should happen. That, that is the opposite of, of, what, of what you want to aim for, of what you want to do. If you truly become more practicing, if you truly become more religious, then you should become more kind and compassionate or merciful to people, right? The Prophet taught us وسلم, with his words, with his speech, with his example, especially وسلم, to be merciful to people, to be kind, to be compassionate, right? So where is that? Right, so a lot of reflection is needed, especially uh, in regards to some people. We ask Allah to protect us uh, from that. May Allah protect us from that harshness. Uh, the, the, the main way that God describes Prophet Muhammad in the Quran, peace be upon him, is mercy, is mercy. So if someone is becoming less merciful, as in their mind, they're connecting more with, with Islam, then whatever they're doing, they're doing it wrong. It's supposed to be the opposite. The more you connect with deen, the more you connect with Islam, the more generous you should become, the more compassionate you should become, the more kind and soft-hearted uh, you should become. The next topic, not forgiving people's mistakes. This is also a sign of harshness and a hard heart. Now, the context is going to be given in a moment. The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, if a person seeks forgiveness from his Muslim brother and the latter does not accept, uh, then let him not come to me at my pond, at, uh, at my pond of kafir uh, in, in the hereafter. Uh, this means that if someone wrongs you and then asks for forgiveness, you should forgive them. And of course, this is, this is within general understandable means, you know, extreme cases are, are dealt with on a case by case uh, basis. Abstaining from speaking. The Messenger of Allah وسلم, said, it is not permissible for a Muslim brother to stop speaking to his Muslim brother for more than three days. If he dies in this condition, he will go to hell. It should be mentioned, however, that this refers to someone who stops speaking to his brother for some worldly reason rather than religiously justifiable reasons. You know, oh man, you know, you, you went shopping at that other person's store. You didn't go shopping at my store. I'm never talking to you again. It's like, subhanAllah. You know, be, be, be grateful for the customers you do have. Thank Allah. May Allah send you a thousand more. Promises and trusts. And this is the, uh, the last uh, topic mentioned before the conclusion. The Messenger of Allah وسلم, said, There is no iman, faith, for he who has no amana, trust. So you can see the, the, the beautiful play on words here. There is no iman for he who has no amana. There's no faith for he who has no trust. There is no religion for, for the one who does not fulfill his promise. 
subhanAllah. So the importance of fulfilling trusts, the importance of keeping promises. And we find time and time again that this deen is far more than physical acts of worship, as important as those are. No one is questioning that. But what about character, right? This entire book is about character, right? The first main section, what to do? Noble character, mashallah. And then the second main section, uh, which we're wrapping up now, subhanAllah, is evil character, what not to do. So there are the different illnesses uh, and their cures. SubhanAllah. So the, the importance of balance, of balancing acts of worship with character, right? So we, we, we want to try our best to, uh, to, have, uh, to have both. We, we want to wear uh, both shoes. <laughs> we want to wear both gloves, SubhanAllah. The conclusion. Um, here, the main evil qualities have been mentioned by the blessings of abstaining from these all of one's evil qualities and traits will be reformed, God willing. The important advice of Hakim al-Ummah uh, Thanwi, Allah have mercy on him, regarding one's sheikh or one's uh, teacher. If a person has for a considerable period of time remained in the company of a sheikh, but has not felt the effect of that company or seen any change, then he, obviously positive change, then he should endeavor to seek out the company of a different sheikh. This is because the actual objective, and this is very important, this statement here, this is because the actual objective is the being of Allah, not the sheikh who is only the means for attaining Allah. So this ties in with the whole, you know, celebrity culture and, and what have you. Uh, the, 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 the main objective is Allah. The main objective is Allah. And the, 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 the teacher, the sheikh, the scholar, you know, should, should help in that regard. Um, but sometimes, you know, we, we may forget that, uh, that Allah is the objective, not the person, right? Allah is the objective. That, that's the main, that should be the main focus. Needless to say, we should not form uh, evil thoughts about our first sheikh. It may just be possible uh, that he is in fact a, that he is in fact a, uh, Kamil completed Sheikh and can complete others, but it, but it was just not decreed through him in our case. So, so this is, you find a, a, a layer, an important layer of Adab here. Uh, you know, maybe it just wasn't meant to happen and, and you move on to another one uh, with, uh, with courtesy. Obviously this is regarding generally normal uh, circumstances, no abuse, you know, nothing weird or crazy or, or uh, you know, th this is without like hurt being involved. Uh, hurt, H-U-R-T. It may just be possible that he's in fact a completed sheikh and can complete others, but it was just not decreed through him uh, in our case. Similarly, if one's sheikh passes away before achieving his objective, or if the sheikh does not give time or attention uh, to his student, then accordingly, one can search for a different sheikh. One should not think, what is the need for another sheikh? I will attain uh, spiritual blessings from the grave of my sheikh. So, th so this is saying like, don't, don't, don't do that. If you have a teacher, they pass away, you know, look for another teacher, uh, continuously look and search and, and start to learn basically. Um, this is because the blessings of the spiritual teachings and reformation cannot occur from the grave. So you need to look for a living teacher. Uh, obviously we learn from, from scholars who have uh, passed away uh, before us uh, without question. Um, but th this is talking about the importance of like, you know, 
look for another living uh, teacher if possible. If a person suffers from misunderstandings or needs to be rectified, know that this rectification can only take place in person through the medium of interaction and in the company of a living sheikh. Uh, if mere spiritual blessings were the purpose of this path, then Allah would not have sent living messengers in the flesh to guide and reform mankind and clarify their doubts and misconceptions. That said, to leave uh, okay, the importance of showing love and respect to your teachers, uh, appreciation, gratitude. Finally, I will mention the essence of this path. Whoever does not annihilate his nafs and humble himself will not, will not attain anything. One will attain the honor of both worlds simply by annihilating one's ego and living with humility and submissiveness. Obviously, this is coupled with dignity and, and self-respect. The Prophet taught us that the, the believer does not do dhul uh, to themselves. Like you, you, don't, uh, you don't humiliate yourself, right? You maintain your honor and your dignity, and that's coupled with, uh, with humility. Though Khawaja Sahib was a man of great status and honor, he had said to his Sheikh Hakim al-Umathanwi, I have brought only one desire to your door, annihilate me, annihilate me, I have come to be annihilated. The, the, what this means here, annihilate me, is, is uh, referring to the annihilation of the nafs, of the ego, of evil qualities, of evil traits. Uh, this is what it's referring to. So like he, he's seeking like help from, from his teacher to overcome uh, his, his different struggles. May Allah most exalted due to his graces accept this booklet and make it beneficial. I mean, I request, uh, so that this is from the, uh, the author, I request our honorable readers for du'as that Allah most exalted by his mercy grant us and all of the readers the ability to practice upon this. I mean, and that is the uh, conclusion, the original author, uh, Hadrat Mawlana Hakim, Muhammad Akhtar, may Allah have mercy on him, and the translator, Sheikh Tamim Ahmadi, uh, may Allah bless and protect him. Uh, we ask Allah to bless them both. We ask Allah to bless all of us. Uh, we ask Allah to accept any efforts that we try to put forth uh, that, that, that are hopefully pleasing to Allah. We, we ask Allah to accept our efforts, and we ask Allah to forgive our mistakes. And there needs to be a constant balance between these two. Even if a person is consistent in their in their worship, in their ibadah, fasting, praying, uh, charity, um, and you know, let's say they're consistent as it relates to their character, even then, there needs to be this healthy balance, as Ibn al-Qayyim described it. He gave the example uh, of a bird and compared it to the heart of the believer. The the wings of this bird uh, are like fear and hope for the believer. So there there's the hope. May Allah accept any good that I try to do for his sake, but there's also the fear to balance it out uh, re regarding mistakes, regarding, you know, cracks in the foundation, that sort of thing. So that in a, in a healthy sense, right? And this ties in with humility. Someone tries to do good, but they remain humble, right? And then regarding mistakes, they ask Allah for forgiveness and naturally uh, seeking forgiveness, istighfar, uh, tawbah, naturally they tie in with, uh, with humility. We ask Allah to help us 
there's some very high uh, high standards mentioned uh, in this book. Um, and the idea for us is we try to uh, to learn them and then we try to live them. And hopefully by learning and living, this produces illumination in the world. Allah describes the Prophet Sallallahu Allah describes the Prophet as a luminous lamp, as a bright lamp. Right? Because the, the, the prophetic example is based on action even more so than words. The words, they have their time and their place, they have their importance, yes, without question. Right? But what the Prophet taught us is the importance of a good example. The Prophet's example you know, would shine day in and day out, time and time again, especially through his character, through through his his state, through his uh, how he was, sallallahu alaihi wa wasallam. We ask Allah to help us to try our best. We ask Allah to make us from among uh, those who value uh, tawbah and those who value purification. Inna Allah yuhibbul tawabin wa yuhibbul mutatahirin. May Allah make us from among them. Qad aflaha man tazakka. Successful indeed are those who constantly purify their hearts, who constantly purify their souls uh, themselves. Tezkiyah is naturally supposed to be tied in with a positive response, a healthy response. Allah mentions in Surah Al-A'la, uh, successful indeed are those who constantly and consistently uh, purify their hearts, purify their souls. Right? It's not just uh, this idea of tezkiyah, but th- there's an actual tangible uh, impact and change as a result of them trying to purify themselves purifying their hearts they remember Allah and they and they pray right they try their best as it relates to adhkar and as it relates to uh, salah which in and of itself is a type of uh, adhkar a type of dhikr, a type of remembrance Allah tells prophet Musa we ask Allah to help us to to try our best uh, may Allah accept our efforts and may Allah forgive our mistakes. Rabbana taqabal minna innaka anta samil alim wa tuba alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim. Your duas are humbly requested. Subhana rabbika rabbil azati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alim.